35th episode of the Havalo Hawel Travel Podcast. I am your co-host, Kevin Allen. With me, as always... Uh, Catherine Talk Fox uh, with Hawaii Magazine, and we are super stoked to have one of our magazine's favorite people, really, uh, Nick Kuchar, who is joining us from his design studio slash home slash daycare center. <laughs> Hi, Nick. Hey, how are you guys? I have a question. Have you guys ever met before in real life? Because I know, I know, Kevin, you've talked to Nick before, but have you guys ever seen each other? I, I don't believe maybe in the water somewhere or something in the streets, but no, I've never I've never actually met Nick. Although you oh. can read a very interesting write up I did with Nick, um, with our shop with Aloha feature. Um, that'll be in the show notes. You can find that on HawaiiMagazine.com. Sorry, my cat has the zoomies right now. I know you guys were talking about like having kids and stuff earlier, and you know annoying things cats do. They just run around and run into shit sometimes. They just hit walls. Like kids, I would assume. That's, I don't know. Is that yeah, what kids do? Yeah, like a year old. Yeah, I think there's a lot of similarities there. Yeah, yeah, because you guys both have three years olds. You got there's a you have a gaggle of three year olds. I don't Come have on. a gaggle. I have one. He's got all the kids. He's got yeah. all the kids. Yeah, I never even knew if I would have kids at all, and now within three years we have uh, three of them. So it's trial by fire over it at the Kuchar LA. <laughs> There you go. And Nick Kuchar, you're a, you're a pretty well-known artist here in the islands. Um, you can find a lot of your art uh, in galleries, in the Queen Kapiolani Hotel, your art, you know, lo- lo- lines of walls of their lobby. Um, but if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe some of your background. Yeah, sure thing. Um, I've been an artist my whole life. I've uh, been in Hawaii about 15 years now. Um, started creating some art for our house about 10 years ago and um just of some of my wife and my favorite locations throughout the islands um surf spots hikes just places we like to hang out and uh a couple of local galleries started taking notes so we started um, they started carrying my art i opened up a small online shop and um, as they say, the rest is history, I guess. But that, yeah, it was about uh, 2010 or so. So it's just kind of slowly grown from there. And I was just waiting tables and bartending at the time, trying to make ends meet. Um, had a degree in product design, but my wife and I just up and moved uh, to Hawaii. And um, yeah, just started doing doing this. I'm really blessed to be able to do what I love. And um, yeah, just the different projects that come in. Um, being able to connect with customers at events and things like that. Yeah, it's really, really a blessing I get to do what I do. You have a very distinct style. I mean, it's been, you know, called retro Hawaii. And I have, so I'm a fan. I do have one of your posters. Oh, thank you. Oh, the so this is, shot. Um, I serve at Queens. This is my home break. So when I saw this, I was like, oh yeah, I totally have to get this. I have not framed it yet, only because we haven't painted our walls yet. And that's been like, a five-year discussion I've had with my husband. That's a different story. He doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can rip on him. Anyway, <laughs> once the walls get painted, then I'll put, mind you, we have pictures of fish everywhere. I don't know if you can see that, but yeah, um, yeah, this is gonna go on the wall in my office, but you definitely have a distinct style. So where did you, I mean, was this kind of what you had originally envisioned you were doing or, because now you become, this is kind of your signature, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm obviously influenced by a lot of those um, travel prints from the early and mid-1900s. Uh, I think 
the fact that my degree is in product and industrial design, uh, a lot of those famous designers were just kind of that simple mid-century style. So I was influenced a lot by that, and that's where I learned uh, a lot of digital software too in college. So started designing these digitally, and then as it grew, I started kind of learning how to layer it with different um, acrylic textures and things by hand to where it gives it more of, you know, it's, it's kind of like that paradox of, creating old looking stuff with new technology. Um, but yeah, always trying to, to do some new things. And I know we were talking about, you know, the season we're in and I'm trying to just make an opportunity to maybe branch out and learn some new techniques. We just set up a little uh, screen printing studio um, in our office. So we've been working with that and doing some just like limited edition things by hand. So uh, yeah, just, just trying to learn. Um, and, and grow a little bit, yeah. So I remember you, we were talking earlier on our Zoom meeting call. Um, we have other two other designers who are on our team and, and also fans of yours. And we remember you as Everything is Jake, right? Wasn't that your original company name? It was, yeah. I felt like starting a business, I had to have a, a company name. And uh, my dog was named Jake at the time. Wow. Uh, so we named it Everything is Jake. It was also a vintage phrase that meant like everything is good, it's all good. So I was like, oh, what a slam dunk. But I think the problem was everybody thought I was Jake. So unfortunately, right. when Jake passed away, like 2013, I think it was, it was always a depressing conversation to have at events where people were like, oh, are you Jake? Like, no, no, that was my dog. Um, and then I think just as, as we grew in Hawaii, um, you know, I had that connection. I, I loved that, that emotional connection with customers at events, and and they started recognizing me by my name. So it was kind of just uh, it was just kind of an easy transition to make. It was like, oh, we, we know that it's time to do that. So um, so yeah, now it's uh, Nick Kuchar. Look back from there. You you didn't want to go with everything as Nick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I felt like it was just a different season. It was time to for sure. It was time to move on. <laughs> and I yeah, really, it's a, it's oh, a little egomaniacal. If you're like everything is me, you Every, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess That's, if you didn't understand the meaning behind it, then it was a little confusing. But, yeah, for sure. Um, I always say, uh, as a business owner, you're always you know throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. So some things are wins, some are losses, and you and you learn from them. And. You know, just kind of going back to your prints, though, I mean, um, you know, like the one Kat just showed, her, the Waikiki one, I think it's really interesting how well you are able to capture, like, I don't know, like the essence of a place, like, you know, all of your, like, towns that you do and all your scenery, you're really able to capture the essence. How, what is, like, the thought process when you're, like, you know, you're looking at, like, I don't know, Haleiwa or, like, the Ko'olaus, like, what is the thought process of, like, this is what I'm going to draw, you know, like, this is what I'm going to really uh, highlight? Yeah, good question. Uh, I guess it always comes down to how the locations make you feel, not necessarily. I mean, you always include those famous icons like the bridge and Haleiwa and um, yeah, like the Koholau, as you mentioned. You know, the thing you always remember driving around over there is the waterfalls on those rainy days. And um, I think those are the things that we have that emotional connection to. and. It's like capturing those, but in somewhat of a whimsical and uh, creative way. So I always have that long list of suggestions and recommendations from people that say, oh, you should design this location. And that's always great because we'll, we'll do that once a year on our on our social media where people can just chime in and um, 
that's a lot of times where I'll get different ideas to be like, oh yeah, you know, that would be a, a really good place. And, you know, I've spent a lot of time there or something. And, um, and that kind of starts that creative process where maybe you'll go visit and just get a feeling for it. Maybe do some sketches, take photos. And then, um, you know, one day that inspiration just strikes and you get, get down to business and it, it comes down pretty, pretty well. So, um, yeah, it's always a, it's always an interesting process going through the start to finish of, of starting. You know, speaking of social media, you did an interesting pivot during this whole quarantine where you started sketching on social media, right? And people could watch you and then you were selling your prints. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what this whole COVID thing is kind of how it's impacted your business and your outlook and how you've sort of figured out your place in all of it? Sure. Yeah. I don't know if I've figured it out yet, but, um, it's kind of like every other day is uh, you have a pity party and then the next day is like you're super motivated and looking for a new opportunity and all the while trying to stay safe and you know wash your hands and stock up on sanitizer and those things so yeah, it's like it's one of those crazy things where everybody's in the same boat right now and um, yeah we're just trying to trying to make it through but yeah when it first we first started getting that feeling that it was really spreading and it was going to affect our business I sat down with my studio manager and we were just like, so how do we move forward with this? You know, we, we want to keep the lights on. And um, I think the advantage of being a creative is that you're able to adapt and you're able to make new things. And um, I'm really blessed to be able, you know, to have that opportunity. So I knew that people liked original, you know, small original pieces. I don't do it very often with a little extra time on our hands. Um, I started doing yeah weekly or a couple a couple times a week a sketch just a little surf sketch something that wasn't real in depth but something that people can say hey I have an original piece of art that uh, tells this story of like oh Nick was you know having a little extra time and, and able to to create some new fun stuff so yeah that's definitely one of the things we've we've added onto the mix. Are you still going to be doing the sketching with Nick? Yeah, I've done a couple episodes and um, I have a couple more that I want to schedule here pretty soon so could you explain um, to the, to our, our listeners what sketching with nick is yeah sure so i have an art teacher friend um that wanted me to do a sketch class for her because uh, because they weren't able to go to school so i put together a sketch and just like a little tutorial and it went over really well so i created another episode put it on my site and then with plans of doing doing a couple more just to keep keep the parents uh, from pulling their hair out too bad at home, giving their kids something to do. I mean, I know when I'm home with my kids, it's like a full list of, hey, what can we do to, to keep everybody occupied and having fun? So um, it was kind of a, a natural good idea there. We should have made him sketch on our podcast at the same time we're talking to him. Kevin? That would have been a lot of multitasking, I think. Um, yeah, do I actually, I tried sketching a little bit when I, yeah. <laughs> it was no, really, I'm not an artist. Put that away. Put that away. <laughs> I'll put no, it no, away no. now. This is embarrassing. Yeah. I can't even yeah. imagine like having kids and like having to keep them occupied. Like I was talking to my uncle a few days ago and he was telling me how his kids don't even want to play video games anymore. They're so like bored in the house that they don't even want to play <laughs> games. I don't even understand having a cat, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> and, you're cats, Kevin. and you're doing a Q&A series as well with um, other local artists is there are you will you be doing more of those you did one with Sarah Cottle and um, a few other artists yeah it was uh, Cat Reader and Christy Shin too so just a few buddies uh, that I have 
that we we're always doing art events together, but don't have a ton of time to hang out. So uh, we thought it would be a good good time since we're at home to zoom all in together and um, customers and fans could ask us questions about our process, about different things. Um, so yeah, it went really well. We'd love to do it again. And um, yeah, just keep that, that momentum going because it was a, a fun time. And I had a couple sketches on there that, that I offered to people watching and things like that. Oh, and, that's um, cool. Thanks to the artist had a, a little discount for people that watched and things like that. So oh, yeah, again, just trying to make, make uh, things work here during this time. Yeah. When you were back in Auburn, what did you think you were going to do? Just out of curiosity. Um, I grew up surfing in Florida, and I always had the dream of owning a surf shop and shaping surfboards. So um, I did a little bit of work into that of like, I've always been wired as an entrepreneur, I think. So I thought like maybe that would be be a direction to go. Um, and then when I got out of college, I got a job designing trade show exhibits for a few years. Um, which was great. I learned a ton from it, um, but I, it wasn't really where my passion was. Um, and I was kind of landlocked at the time. So it was kind of, yeah, just everything kind of came together and we moved to Hawaii and we felt like that was just where we were supposed to be and planted roots and really haven't went back. Kevin, did you want to ask him a surfing question? I feel like... Have you shaped any boards? <laughs> Yeah, that was all my college summers. Really? I turned my parents' garage into a shaping bay, and they'd come out with the, the fiberglass resin fumes blowing through the whole house and wonder what was going on. <laughs> I've, I've shaped one board, and it came out okay, but I really want to get back in there. But, man, it, it, you're right, though. It takes, like, so much, like, you need a lot of space, and, like, you pretty much need a garage or somewhere that you can get real messy. Um, yeah, for sure. But it's so much fun. Working with a working with a blank and kind of shaping it. I was about to ask you um, more about kind of you were, you mentioned um, you know a lot of art festivals have been canceled. Um, how is that kind of because I know the Haleiwa Art Festival you know there th right now was supposed to be when it was going to happen or pretty soon, but they've mm -hmm. obviously been postponed. How has that affected things on your end? I mean, I'm I'm sure it must be kind of a bigger loss for you not being able to attend these art festivals. Yeah, it's definitely something we've had to adjust for. Um, that was a big portion of our of our weekends in the summer. So yeah. I feel like we're just uh, holed up in the studio like a bunch of introverts right now, not being able to, to chat with everyone. But um, we have a blast doing those because yeah. people come through specifically to, to see new art, and it, it creates a lot of fun conversations and connections. So um, that, that is something that we're, we're missing right now, but we understand, I mean, the priority is to keep people safe and and bring these back with the proper safeguards and things. So, yeah, we're just doing what we can at this time, but we will, yeah, throw a big party when, when all of this is passed, I think, and, and just be grateful probably of all the things we had beforehand that we're now like, man, like, you know, we, we miss all these things that oh, were wow. just kind of commonplace at the time. Yeah. So what is your... Um, you know, we get asked this a lot because we're writers, like, oh, what's your day-to-day -day like or what's an average day? Or And they're never the same, right? Every day is different. But, you know, if you had to talk, describe to an audience about, like, what do you do as an artist? Like, what do you work at night? Do you work in the morning? Like, do you work at home? Do you get out? Do you get inspired during the week? Like, what, what does that look like for you? Sure. I always say as a creative, you never know when you're feeling inspired and, like, you know, you have creative block sometimes and 
it's kind of like you said every day is different just because you're going to work during that time you're most productive so i definitely have plenty in the way of bookkeeping and all that sort of thing so i try to do that when i'm when i'm not feeling creative but uh yeah, best day is always start out if, if you can walk down to the beach and, and surf for a bit, uh, clear your head, kind of think about what you're going to do that day. Um, that was one blessing we've had during the last couple months is those slower days and the waves are good and can't park at the beach park, so you just walk down and a little, little less crowded. And um, like you said, it's, it's tough not having tourists, but the blessings that come out of that too. So I think... Um, Back to your question, you know, a surf session in, making sure the kids are taken care of for, for the first part of the day and then get in the studio and kind of go through that list of what are you feeling like working on today. And uh, and that is, I, I do feel like I've been really creative during this time, maybe just because there's that less static of, of things going on in the background. So trying to, mm-hmm. trying to be grateful for that. I don't know where you're surfing, but I don't think it's less crowded. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's working. They're all like in the ocean. Oh my god! Yeah, I, guess, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Can anyway. you surf at Queens, cat? Well, I know, but I mean, like during the week, typically in the morning, Queens is like it's pretty mellow, small, small-ish crowd compared to your break, Kevin. That no one surfs that. Like now, it's like I'll paddle out five thirty, six o'clock in the morning, and it's like thirty-five people. Oh yeah. I find it great yeah. that we have three surfers in the room, but this is probably the podcast episode where we've talked least about surfing. Yeah. Kat and I go on these very long tangents about surfing. Um, mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, I, I was actually, I had just recently gotten a tattoo, and I was talking to my tattoo <laughs> artist, and I asked him, like, oh, how has your quarantine been? You know, he hasn't been able to work, and he said he's loved it. He said that he's found, like, so much creativity in isolation. Like, every single day he'd, like, wake up and, like, work on some new art project. Have you, so you found that, you know, without, you know, as much static, without as much emails and kind of these emptier beaches and roads, have you been, have you, do you think you've been uh, finding more creativity and just how quiet Oahu has been? I mean, it's been really quiet here. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah, that's um, exactly what's happened. And I guess the trick is like, how do you keep that going when things do get busy? Yeah, when things get back to normal. As a creative, you want to feel fulfilled and, and create new things. But if you always have that, that other those other things going on, yes, it's it's a balance for sure. Absolutely, yeah. And you know, things may get back to normal somewhat soon. I don't know. We're, we're they in August first are starting the quarantine bypass, so people will be able to come to the islands without having to do the fourteen day quarantine as long as they get tested negative. Um, for coronavirus within 72 hours of, of arriving. So we may see a, a, a slight uptick in visitor count again. I hope so, at least. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Everybody's doing all these things for the first time, so. Yeah, definitely. And are a lot of the galleries that your art is in, have they reopened or? Because um, I know, you know, your art can be found in like a lot of galleries, especially, you know, in town and stuff. Have they reopened or? Yeah, a handful of them have. I think, um they're trying to open with limited hours maybe and just kind of see what that looks like. Um, yeah. Cause I'm sure they have to have extra safeguards in place and they're, they're managing how much, how, how many people are coming in on a daily basis for them. I heard about the Waikiki Sunday morning uh, setup they have where they close the street down. It seems like such a great idea. So I know some of my shops down there have 
um, focused on that and advertised that and just tried to make it a fun event. Hopefully that can stay around um, maybe for a longer period of time. Yeah, I think the city was discussing about uh, extending the yeah the open street um, Kalakaua. Uh, I actually went the, on the first one and it was super pleasant. Um, yeah, it was just locals and visitors just rolling up and down that street. And yeah, it looked like a lot of the shops were open, which was really like positive to see. I mean, I think that's kind of what the whole open street is for is to um, kind of re-engage people with, uh, you know, local consumerism. And I know they're doing that in Chinatown pretty soon, mm -hmm. which will be interesting because it's from 5 to 9 p.m. It's at night. It's in Chinatown. I mean, take it or leave it. Like your wallet, <laughs> you take it or leave it. It's on Hotel Street, too. It's not just Chinatown. I know. It's on Hotel Street. That is the street. Um, shoot. All which right. is interesting because you can't drive on Hotel Street anyway. Did you know that? Oh, I didn't know that. No. Well, good to know. I guess it's always open. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nick, for, for being on the podcast with us and talking to us. It's been super nice having you. Yeah, thanks so much. It's been great chatting. Yeah, keep us uh, informed if you come up with anything cool and new and different. Um, yeah, let us know. We'd love to hear about it. I know that our readers and viewers would love to find out about anything new you're doing because they're huge fans too. So keep us informed. Yeah, is there anything you wanted to shout out or any projects you want to let our, our audience know about? Uh, just have a bunch of new stuff coming out. Um, designed a, a 40th anniversary print for Hungry Ear Records. So they're doing their record store day in August now. So, um, you know, coronavirus permitting, we're going to try to do a, a little shindig over at their place over at Salt. Dang, then, that's uh, pretty cool. I haven't, yeah, their new location is really nice. I, I used to dig through their, um, their old one in Pucks Alley a lot, um, mm -hmm. their old location. I used to go there a lot. Yeah, they've been... Um, it's kind of cool learning about their history. I mean, 40 years yeah, being 40 a years. store in Hawaii is pretty amazing. So, yeah, um, yeah that'll be a fun event to, to put together and then have a bunch of other little little things I'm working on. So uh, hopefully uh, all the creativity from the last few months will be will be paying off. <laughs> Great. All right. Shoot, Kat, you want to do the, the shout outs today for, on our no, part? No, you do. I'm oh, man, I don't have. I don't Come have... on, you're so good at it. All right. All right. All right. I don't have Kyla's script, script in front of me, it. so I'm just going to do it. You can find all, right. all of our social media, our Instagram, our Facebook, as well as our Pinterest at Hawaii Magazine. Um, you can read more of our stories online at hawaiimagazine.com, as well as Nick Kuchara's story. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. You can find this podcast on, if you're watching the audio version, you can find a video version on Facebook. And if you're watching the video version on Facebook, you can find the audio version on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, bang, 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 all sorts of things. Um, shoot, is that it, Kat? Oh, Shopify. You can buy all of our uh, Hawaii Magazine products at uh, our Hawaii Magazine Shopify account. Um, and if you're listening to this, you can find all of these additional details in our show notes, which will be on our website. Um, and shoot, I think that's it for the podcast. It's been a pleasant morning. Yeah, oh, good. I forgot to say, we're recording this in the morning. It's so early. Why? <laughs> for me, it's like 9.30. Oh. Oh, I'm still waking up at this time. Yeah, was waking him up last night. He's, he's shot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeez. Exactly. All right, Nick. Anyway, thank you so much. Thanks, Nick. It was great to meet you um, kind of in person at a talk story with you. And I'll definitely see you on the Instagram later. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, great chatting with you guys. And have a great day. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Bye to our audience. Bye.